0: Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hello, welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour. This is the October post-board meeting. We had the um, board meeting last night, which was Monday, October 18th, and today is Tuesday October 19th so we have a few different topics to go over. We have board president Robert Riggs and board vice president Gail Sims here. Uh, The first thing we're going to talk about is uh, Cedar Hill High School campus spotlight. Of course the high school has a new principal in Che Whitaker who came over from um, High Point Elementary so talk about what you heard from uh, Miss Whitaker last night.
1: Probably one of the main things that stuck out for me that she talked about was her aggressive monitoring protocols. She is really focusing in on math and bringing up those Algebra One scores uh, that, and that actually go along with our uh, student outcome goal number three. Robert, do you want to talk about
2: that? Sure. The goal number three is we want to increase the percentage of Algebra 1 scholars scoring meets or above. So not approaches anymore. We're not tracking how we're doing as far as folks getting close. We're looking for
1: people that are testing at grade level or above in Algebra 1 for goal 3. And she has really identified uh, the root causes, and she has some very specific uh key actions on how we're going to get there like i said what she is calling it is aggressive monter- mon- monitoring protocols
2: that's right and i think in in that period of time michael we saw from shay whitaker that experienced principal
1: mm-hmm. uh, she is
2: new to that school but she is very well known throughout cedar hill she's been involved in central office as well as other school principalships. So she has the contacts and the information. She has the background as a math instructor herself uh, to really focus in on this key area. And with the high school now on block scheduling, so it, it means that students aren't going to eight different class periods each day. They're going to four on Monday and four different ones on Tuesday. Those class periods are longer And she described now instead of just having the teacher teach longer, that the teacher will teach and stop and then evaluate each individual student to see are they understanding that specific principle? And once they are, she moves on, or he moves on to the next principle and the next. And so um, with those monitoring in place, uh, as um, Trustee Sims just described, Uh, and an experienced principal and algebra teachers that are working very hard with
1: students, we anticipate some great progress this year. She said she is cultivating a flagship mentality. That was the word she used.
0: Wow, that's great. Um, So going from high school, some great things going on there, Um, and shifting to elementary uh, the elementary art program looks like every campus is doing, um, a great deal in art at the elementary level.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, uh, what was it, 2019? That, um, I believe that's right. It's when we just, we made the decision to have art in all of our elementary schools. At one time, it was only at Bray, and we decided to, uh, make it in all elementary schools and one of the things that it's doing is helping to identify those students who really want to go into art who are really uh doing the best you know in art uh, so that we can increase the number of scholars we have in advanced placement in art. this goes all the way from elementary all the way up to high school Uh, with art instruction.
2: That's great. uh, When I first came to the district, uh, the district used volunteers to teach art in the elementary schools. After a period of time, we had two art teachers, and they moved from building to building, and tried to cover all of the elementary schools. And now this is just the next progression, where we're focusing not just on the hardcore, rigorous academics, but also on the creative side. And we want to make sure that we are providing ways for those students to achieve the highest level in those fields, just like the science, math, English,
1: and history. We are, through this, we are looking at the whole student, not just uh, what is, this is what we have to have, but the whole student, seeing what interests everyone. One of the uh, things that they, that uh, They're talking about, it's making this a district of distinction, and what that is, is uh, making sure that we are uh, going to be uh, recognized as a district that is developing our art students. Out of all the districts in the state, only 42 have received that distinction and we want to be a part of
0: that. Okay, and then um, next up is the uh, CHEF, Cedar Hill ISD Education Foundation. Yep. I know you all had a chance to hear from um, the Executive Director of CHEF, Denise Root, last night about all the things that they're doing, and um, any feedback on that? The, you
2: know, watching CHEF, uh, again, Cedar Hill Education Foundation, a nonprofit organization that is here to support the education of Cedar Hill Independent School students. And uh, they have been such an instrumental um, piece in doing this. They have given out, of many things, five Coupois winners. Those that were were identified as outstanding achievers in the classroom and care professionals and those that are just taking care of students in the classes. And we honored five of those yesterday. And they also received a $50 gift certificate of funds that were raised by Chef. And that is just part of the $50,000 that that group has given away. Um, There is another fundraising opportunity uh, for you that may want to participate. Um, Purses with Purpose is this Friday night. And so you can um, play bingo with a lot of folks and come away with a designer purse and also support a very uh, valuable, needed cause here in Cedar Hill.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember, Christmas is coming, Michael, and, <laughs> and you, Robert. Christmas is coming. I need that thank you. I have been uh, a part of, you know, uh, the Cedar Hill Education Foundation since its founded in two thousand and two, and they have given away over seven hundred thousand dollars in grants to teachers, to uh, schools uh, to help them to help fund what they need and what they are looking for uh, as far as uh, school supplies, uh, just ways, different uh, ways of being able to fund uh, their activities or uh, any type of instruction that they are given. They gave 15, that we just talked about, elementary art. Yeah. Uh, they received, our fine arts department received a $15,000 check at the beginning of the school year uh, from uh, Cedar Hill Education Foundation. So wow. that that's what they are doing and how they are moving.
0: Okay, and then next we have um, a program that our, soft, our current sophomores and juniors are heavily involved in. It's the Gear Up program. Um, anything you'd like to share about that?
2: You know, Gear Up just an incredible outside organization uh, that has spent will spend over the life of the of the grant period six million dollars, about nine hundred thousand dollars per year, and that has started out with sixth and seventh graders and it's continued up following those same sixth graders through the track they are now juniors uh, in high school and just watching the amount of extracurricular focus the advising the school trips to see college campuses and a real focus on preparing those students that specific cohort uh, to be ready for college and so it's given us an opportunity to watch what programs have worked in an in a isolated setting what motivates how does that affect and what should we use across the rest the court of the um, uh, classes as they move up and move through so it's been a great program and again that has been not a single tax dollar um, through that grant that was brought in and so it's a tremendous um, bonus really to
1: the district and a part of that is not only working with the student but it's working with their parents as well to help prepare these kids for college or whatever career they're looking to move into. So it's working uh, in tandem with everyone who's involved in that child's uh, life in order to get them to where they want to be and where they will be successful.
0: Okay, and then uh, next up is the special education report. I know you all heard from uh, Alva Walker with the executive director of special education. And she shared some of the um, facts and figures of the special education department.
1: You know, one of the things that really, really stuck out to me that she talked about was that they have meet standards now. They had not been able to meet it, she said, for six years. And they finally did this year. And they've received acknowledgement from the city of Cedar Hill for their Autism Awareness Initiative. Uh, Miss uh, Walker is doing a tremendous job. Just looking at, they, they've, I think it was over 600 students right. that they service uh, here in the district, uh, throughout the district. So to see that happening and to know that they are meeting standards now it's just awesome. It says a lot for her and her staff.
2: Our special ed department and I shared last night at the board meeting, but also want to share here is um, one of my sons took advantage, or, or our family actually uh, received the benefits of um, special education in the Cedar Hill. Uh, so he, before we began the kindergarten time, uh, he had some speech impediment issues. Uh, we took him to see the specialist, and at the time, it was at our neighborhood elementary school. And at the and to be honest, at the time, we were um, involved in a preschool that was private outside of the district. And as a result of the care that he got and the time that she spent, the at the time it was a she had spent time working through and helping him overcome that limitation. Um, his confidence grew, his ability to focus grew, his ability to concentrate and stay on task grew, and by the time he graduated, he graduated as the top scholar in his class, so um, we've seen the real benefits of what can happen through the special ed department at Cedar Hill. Could not be more proud to see the direction it's headed. I think the item that caught me by the most unaware last night was to hear that over a third of our special ed students are there because of autism. So to see our folks focus on that aspect and to think through the autism awareness and to reach out to other organizations and make sure we're providing that level of care, that does a lot for identifying where our needs are, focusing on those and trying to provide the best help for our families.
0: Okay, and then finally, um, there was an update on STEM-spired. I know this past Saturday was uh, STEM Saturday at the Dr. Peggy M. Wilson STEM Center. We got to watch scholars listen to Captain Barrington Irving and also dissect a a cow's eyeball. Um, So we had the video for that on social media if anyone wants to check that out. But... um, on a, Looking at it from a large-scale perspective, there was a STEM-SPIRED update last night. What, uh, can you tell me about the current state of STEM-SPIRED? Sure.
1: Well, part of that is fulfilling the grant that they have and informing the community about what they are doing. Uh, they showed a lot of what the students are doing. Uh, They're in the STEM building, and they're going in there now. They're working, and they're doing a lot of different things that are are just inspiring. Uh, It has its dashboard, uh, and their dashboard shows the goal status, the financial information and timeliness. So they are working on uh, that. That dashboard is available online. If uh, parents or the community want to go in and look at it and see what it's all about, uh, it's available to them to be able to see it. It's, we're, we're not trying to hide anything. It's right there for them. Yeah, I think the um, the Dr. Peggy
2: M. Wilson STEM Center. You, Michael, said that so well, so quickly. And that's a brand new uh, name for a building that all of us have driven by probably countless times. Uh, that's the old ninth grade center on West Beltline Road. And um, on October 26th at five o'clock, we will be dedicating that uh, in honor of a lady by the name of Dr. Peggy M. Wilson. Uh, she is a engineer that with ties right here to our community, mm-hmm. she's been a part of Cedar Hill Fabric Really, for a very long time. And uh, it's just an honor to be able to dedicate um, a STEM building to a female and to someone that has accomplished so much in her life and carrying the doctorate. I believe it's in chemistry or chemical engineering. I can't, one of those two fields. And um, I plan to learn a lot more about her
1: at the dedication and look forward to doing that. So it'll be fun. And one thing about Dr. Peggy was, uh, uh, I used to about once a quarter have lunch with her and she just has an amazing story because she was definitely a trailblazer uh, in an industry where women just were not in that industry. She was a trailblazer and to have her, someone who's from our community, uh, being able to name that building after her it's an accomplishment, I think, it is is well-deserved very
0: much. Okay, great. Well, we look forward to seeing both of you there at the dedication next uh, Tuesday. And um, thank you All for right. joining us for the post-October um, uh, board recap.